Hey guys, want to make a podcast but not sure where to start? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And there are creation tools in the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can even make money from it with no minimum listenership. And the best part, it's free. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The kids are getting ready for bed, so. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I literally just threw all of my kids in bed, and it, Nora started crying and goes, it's not even dark out yet. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So well, good. Let me just close the window. Oh, wait. I should probably just take out my teeth first, you know, so I don't <laughs> actually sound like I have a... Are you 400 years old? <laughs> <laughs> let me take everybody. Just let me take out my teeth. Let right? me take my teeth out. I mean, you know, this is how we're going to sound 80 years from now, too. Just let me take my <laughs> real teeth out. Then. This is going to be the Smile Direct Club. This is going to be... Oh, my gosh. So, well, anyway. This is, this is a great start to our to our podcast for everyone listening. Uh, I'm in my closet right now. <laughs> my house is just too big. Just sounds terrible, which is hilarious if you knew all the houses that I've lived in before this but anyway we can get there because this is this is episode number one so uh welcome uh I am Allie Allie Butler and you are I am Susie Pepper it's the most ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) greatest natural stage name you've ever heard and I love I love the name of this if we can if we are legally allowed to keep this name the wedding singers because I was in wedding singer the show and it was one of the better memories, many memories from that show. Anyway, this little podcast started because Allie and I are twin sisters from Portland, Maine, or from Maine in general. And we have so many stories of doing weddings, doing gigs, singing. And we thought it might be interesting to other people to listen and hear our crazy stories and our lives so far. So, because we think our stories are fun, you know, and we figure, doesn't everybody want to hear our stories? So. Everyone. We have really great laughs, really great voices to listen to. <laughs> we now live in separate states, but we still have some pretty hilarious um, stories and just interesting experiences all to do weddings. So, um, so we'll yeah. probably branch out to other, to other things, to other gigs as well, not just weddings that we do. Because we both of us do lots of different things um, with symphonies and shows and all kinds of things and plays. So we have plenty of plenty of fun stories, but... We well, just let's, let's also just say that that's you. I have I have done day in my life and was so miserable that. Just, in what, what did you do? I mean, back in high school, like the place. I have not done an actual place. So you were in the pit. Oh my god, I was in the pit because they felt bad. <laughs> no, you were not, Susie. Yeah. I remember posting the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat where you, are we allowed to swear on this? I owe my kids literally $80 from swearing. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, remember, anyway, you said the F word on stage into your mic because you tripped and fell. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. We were double teaming Joseph, the narrator role. 
and you, we both had these like huge bell bottom like pants on from one of the scenes and you we both were supposed to turn around at the same time and walk up these like stairs this platform of stairs and you <laughs> you tripped uh, walking up the stairs and you just yelled the f word like not not really meaning to obviously it wasn't shockingly it wasn't in the line of god's oh, not god's bell joseph <laughs> the amazing technical room go but you and i laughed so hard even though i know you were so embarrassed but you but i laughed so hard that i like snotted <laughs> I remember that. And then, like, you, you were embarrassed that you were embarrassed that you said the F word. You like totally screwed up that part, and I like couldn't turn around and look at the audience because I was like, "Where, where do I wipe this? I don't know where to do this." Like a lady, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> oh, the costumes, but I do not remember this moment at all. Oh, that's really too bad because it was something. All right, so you go first. I kind of started it all. Uh, so we started singing back when we were, I don't know, kids around the campfire. Uh, we're one, two, I guess. <laughs> we're two of seven children, uh, both right stuck in the middle. And all, I have five sisters, including me. There's five girls and two boys. And all of us really can sing. Um, so my mom would just have us, my, our mom would just have us sing around the campfire anywhere I'd be like grandma 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 or not grandma mom mom <laughs> and so we would do that and just sing in the choir and church well remember during community theater we met um some awesome hilarious wonderful people and they um in turn introduced us to their like summer summer plays and stuff at this um resort and that you could they the resort needed like a house band and right. between all of the like the friendships that we've through doing the community theater were asked to be part of their like house band. And that's kind of where it all began. Uh, it's actually the same band that I have been in now for, I don't know, 12 years or so as that started at Points Vega Resort. And it was hilarious. The, w- the way we got into weddings was just at Points Vega Resort. They had um, every Wednesday night, they had a dinner theater show that was a wedding. So it was a fake wedding. And they, <laughs> two of the funniest people I know were the bride and groom and they had this fake wedding and we were the fake wedding band, but we played real <laughs> wedding songs. It was, it was crazy. So they're, you know, Hey, we need this. We need this singer for this fake wedding band. Do you want to get paid, you know, 50 bucks tonight and come in and do this and learn all these, you know, normal wedding songs, like, you know, dancing queen and I want to dance with somebody and whatever, <laughs> which was a comedy fake wedding that had ridiculously the same songs that we play now. <laughs> but uh, I guess that's why it's popular. But in any case, we did that. And one one night there was this couple that happened to come to this dinner theater and said, like, oh my gosh, you guys are great. Can you come play at our real wedding? And thinking back to us playing their real wedding is hilarious. I wish I'm sure that I'm sure Kelly has the people who actually you actually were. I don't know, maybe. He's so good. So good at records. Like literally, that is like down to a point. Like <laughs> the exact moment it started. Yeah. I wish so badly that we had some sort of recording from that first gig, uh, that first wedding. I mean, we were practiced. We probably more rehearsed than we are today because we played every single week. We played twice a week at Points Vago. So we were probably we were probably pretty tight, honestly. It was just like the more of the logistics of what a wedding is and oh. how to make it. Oh. How to make it fun. 
but we were entertaining people for a lot. You know, we had, we definitely rehearsed a lot more than we do now, just time-wise. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Anyway, so from there, we, uh, we just continued on playing and playing and playing and, and where we are today. As I always did, like seven years, no, my entire life, I, Allie, was, is a sub for Susie. <laughs> I, Allie, was a sub. I, I never really had, I was never the lead anywhere honestly I am not I totally was fine with that role I that was always kind of mean I was always like the the substitute for you like if you got tired or if you couldn't make (laughs) something which we'll hear many stories of my substituting but um yeah so I would just substitute in the band if you were busy did you did you sub when we when I was at Points Vago doing the band at Points you did God, I don't remember that. Yeah, because I, I remember I loved doing Many the Miles by Sarah Bareilles. Oh, yeah, that's right. I loved it. I, even today when I hear that song, I, I, I'm like on stage. Do you know, do you remember that? That is the first song I ever heard of hers. And I remember saying to you, I have to learn the song Many the Miles. Is that, is that like, do you know this person, Sarah Bareilles? And you were like, yeah, she's great. Yeah, you'll, it's, yes, learn that song. I was like, Probably okay. My acapella group in college. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for acapella groups in college. Let no. me tell you, I forgot. I, I can't. How could I possibly talk about my singing career without without mentioning good old Tony Baffa um, and Jim Masisso? They were the group. Tony was a teacher at Westbrook High School, which is the high school that I went to. And he, I was never in the band there. Both of us were both in the choir, um, which I that's like one of my biggest regrets from high school. Is just, I wish we had played something That's or been involved with the- regrets from high school because I can think of some giant, <laughs> giant regrets when it comes to high school. <laughs> not on my end. Not on my end. Oh. No, I wish I had been more involved with the band. I think it, like especially where my life ended up with being involved with so many musicians and all of that was somebody I think it would have been really cool, but like an idiot, I just kind of was either too afraid or whatever just didn't um i think we both loved singing and just kind of capitalized on that i mean we weren't in any case yeah in any case tony was um tony's a great musician and ran a band in maine for years and years and years and he uh, he kind of he needed someone to sing in his trio and i did that so that was where i learned so much because we sang three nights it was like sunday monday and tuesday in like hotel lobbies and restaurants and it was just yeah, a treat it was such a pain i could never we could never do anything you were always flipping and doing these like Sorry, I was working on my craft. random like I random know. restaurants yeah, yeah but it was it was perfect though i mean even now we, we've stopped that went on for 10 years i only just stopped doing those gigs like i mean certainly with all the covid stuff but um it was only like a year before it was only like in 2019 that i stopped doing that it was like three or two nights a week for year 10 years which is unheard of for gigs on a monday and tuesday night that's crazy um but thankfully these these places these hotels were awesome and they had that and we had a nice little following of people and but it taught me so much of you you had to sing quietly but we did songs like brave by sarah Bareilles, and we just like um i will always love you and greatest love of all these huge huge like ballads so i had to learn how to be how to sing quietly but strong so it was like all of these cool lessons that i didn't even realize because neither of us actually had vocal lessons yeah so after 
after being at Points of Bagel for a long time, which by the way, our name was To The Point, which I think is actually a pretty cool name. It's better than the one that I, we have now, which is Mixology. Now that we've left Points of Bagel, our, our new name is- kill you for so <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, Andy Robbins, who I love and who is our original drummer, and he came up with Mixology and he knows it wasn't the best. It was, <laughs> it really wasn't his fault. It was basically all of us were trying to come up with a name and all of us were dragging our feet. And he was finally like, what do you think? Just mixology. How about that? And we were like, sure, sounds good. So it really, Andy came up with it, but it was all of our decisions, whatever. It's too late to change it now. So <laughs> it's, it's for mixology. Like even now talking to you that your band is only five people. Like- <laughs> that's because yours is way bigger, which is really awesome. We, we can hire horns if we need to, but yours is, that's pretty sweet that you just like moved out, found yourself in a band. How did that happen? Um, because I'd subbed for you on different gigs. Somehow, somewhere, um, Tony Baffa, actually, I think it was, knew this man named Bernard Butot, and he needed a new singer for his band. So he um, reached out to you. One of them reached out to you and was like, do you know of anybody? And you were like, "Um, my sister could do it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I know it was definitely you who was the the middleman for that. Um, So so you owe everything to me then. You're welcome. I will take 20% finder's fee of all of your games right. from now on. <laughs> but, yeah, so we, uh, I joined up with um, the Waiters Band in Maine, and they still run today. They still are uh, an active wedding band, and they were amazing. But we, too, were only like five or six of us. So you and I both in these main wedding bands were the only singers. So, yes, I sung with Bernie and his band for two years. Um, in Maine and it was amazing and I was such a newbie like looking back at that I don't even know how I was able to like reach into myself and figure out how to lead a wedding band like no experience at all like basically only was able to even do it based off of your recommendation and your performance I didn't even do any of the community theater I had no like actual stage presence but you did that's that's the thing though that's what's like so much fun about it is that we forever both of us we've had music in our house going all the time like we were cleaning up dishes if we were waking up in the morning get ready getting ready in the morning like we always had music going we always knew what was fun what made things fun like I would say definitely our family growing up and even now like we know how to throw a party yeah you know like that is not even if you take a wedding out of the mix like i mean between the food the entertainment we know how to make a party super fun and that just translated and and god bless the first brides and grooms that we both did weddings for mm-hmm. because they knew that we had such a little experience but i think that that goes to show that you know that it was kind of just a natural thing for us to be able to hop in there and make the party fun yeah i'm so thankful for those that early time in the band because it was just like it was such a new world it was such <laughs> a new world um anyway and so staying with them for a couple of years until you know i got engaged and married and moved away and then couldn't be couldn't be part of that band anymore but I'll be forever thankful and I remember one of the earlier times so the very first time I led the band by myself so when we were when I was transitioning with the old singer um she like was on a few gigs with me and like tried to teach me the ropes and like showed me a little bit about how to how to move a wedding along and stuff you know because like I'm the only one with a microphone Right. Like I, I it's me I'm it like I'm not the leader of the band as far as like 
details and yeah but i am MC. it's not just you it's most of the singers it's most of the people that have the mic at the wedding they're the ones that i think like emceeing is so overlooked a lot of the time when people want to save money or whatever and they you know oh i don't want to i might as well just do an ipod or something it's like you don't understand the importance of having an MC and what like exactly what you said and just being I mean that's the number one fear of adults isn't it or something that yeah. spiders maybe snakes I don't know those rhyme but just speaking in front of people and that's huge and that's what we do every single weekend I've also had moments of absolute trash come out of my mouth when I'm in, when I'm MCing and just like <laughs> I don't think necessarily too many people know or will notice but like even just yesterday at this wedding I like turned around to Dustin our drummer and was just like what did I just <laughs> the things that I say I just wonder I just wonder it's like I'm talking to you I'm like no this is not Allie this is mm-hmm. this is for people that don't know me like one of my most funny ugh, things that I said it was like at the end of a wedding and everyone was clapping and they loved it it was great and we were saying goodbye and I you know it was a Jewish wedding and we did, you know, we did Hanagila and we did, you know, they were um, dancing with their chairs and getting lifted up and everything. It was great. At the end, everyone loved it. And at the end, I just waving goodbye, you know, while the band's playing and bye everyone. Thanks so much. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you at your first, the first baby's christening. Ha ha. And, and I just oh my <laughs> looked God. over and Dustin looked over and just goes, they're Jewish. And I was like, oh, per- like what was I thinking what was I thinking and like this whole time they're like they couldn't have been more Jewish like they were they stomped on glass it was beautiful and here I will see you at your first kid's baptism like great no that's not no like literally spend four hours building rapport (laughs) with these people and then at the very end you're like I just destroyed everything I just like sweated out of me trying to make fun yeah my biggest memory of the waiters singing with the waiters back in Maine um and I just because we're talking about beginnings of of our our careers and things um very first wedding I did on my own so I we kind of went off on a tangent there but oh gosh yeah we're back there okay rewind (laughs) um first time I'm by myself and I was like a little bit nervous and so I grabbed myself a white sangria and I just I thought you just (laughs) I thought you said so I grabbed myself (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but what? That's what you did in front of everyone. <laughs> oh my god! Negative. Uh, Negative. I mean, this story only like comes to the forefront of my mind right now is because I'm sitting here at the very end of a hangover from last night, and after a night of singing, which we just completed, me and a bandmate last night, and I'm like, have been trying all day to eat something, and. Like, which is also why my voice is kind of like ras- raspy or like ra- ragged right now. It's just it's a little deeper than normal. It is. Yeah. It's because I'm mother effing tired and I <laughs> not felt well at all, all day. So this, I had three sangrias, three sangrias before we even started this wedding. Are you talking about yesterday or this no. first time with your singer? Are we very on another tangent? This first one back in, in Maine, my very first solo I like had to use the mic stand to help me stand up oh my gosh like tipsy and I and I didn't mean to and I never do this now like I've I never a glass of wine maybe two if it's like a nice but I just like hadn't had anything to eat and was kind of nervous and they were like candy and so I'm like (laughs) my gosh I don't remember this I don't remember you saying that and I, I, yeah, because obviously it's a big no-no to drink at a wedding, like to be drunk at 
a wedding that you're singing at. It's a definite no no. Like, what am I doing? Like, here's my time to shine. And like, I was like, I am I idiot, idiot. Well, that's why it's called your a beginner. I was just saying, just for clarification for all future brides who might listen to this, being like, we don't get drunk on your weddings. Definitely not. No, that's definitely not happening. I mean, drunk people serves them right. If you're that drunk at a wedding, like how the question should be every time we start this should be if so, how many sets of underwear did you see this weekend? I mean, just for me this past weekend, it was two, at least two. Oh my word. It's, I mean, you want, obviously you want those people, you want people to have fun, but man, I mean, you know, I'm sure you know, this is not, there's always someone with a little too much boob out. Something's always like, there's always one that has something a little too short or something. And it's, they walk in you're like, yep, there it is. Okay, here we go. We've got all the components. Oh my gosh. Last night. Should I tell you about last night? I don't know leave that as a cliffhanger for the next episode oh okay come back and hear our okay yes yeah uh, we'll try to keep them short and exciting so that when you come and listen to something you'll be laughing at some crazy thing that happened from the past or from last night we'll tell those stories on the next episode so stay in tuned um but as a wrap-up as to where we are now you are now in north carolina and you travel back and forth to finish up your season with your amazing mixology band and i had since moved to milwaukee which i don't know if i even said that and i don't think you did i think you yelled at me when i tried to give you that segue (laughs) earlier so if that's if that's being kept in or not i don't know but you know what's the most crazy thing about moving to May about moving to Milwaukee is that in order to get started with this band like I had no connections here right and I missed it it was like nine months of no singing and I missed it and I was like you know what screw it I was like I'm gonna try to find somebody I remember my husband being like well you're never gonna sing if you don't ask somebody if you don't look into it so look at me Pretty sure I was the one that told you to go online sure you can take credit for my starlight from this I told you I will again another 20 percent being sarcastic I do not think that you did (laughs) (laughs) no I remember you complaining to it was like it was quite a while after you moved it was like a year or over it was maybe two years I literally just said nine months (laughs) maybe I wasn't listening I don't know maybe that was one of the parts where the phone cut out (laughs) was it only nine months it was like nine months because I remember getting pregnant with Nora super soon after I joined the band and I got pregnant with her right after we moved so it was like yeah. I just remember whining and the whining of I'm not staying anywhere. Oh <laughs> my! <laughs> just email the top bands in the area. Are you <laughs> telling my story right now? Are... <laughs> is this happening? For the this topic? is also going to be a theme throughout. Is me interrupting? Oh, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay. Finish. Tell your story. Gosh. Okay. Anyway, um, but I emailed. Uh, Sorry, I googled top three wedding bands in Wisconsin, and the top three came up, and I emailed them all, and I was like, "Hey, you need a singer." One of them got back and said, "No, we're good." One of them was out of Chicago, and Chicago from Milwaukee was only like an hour and fifteen minutes away, maybe less, um, straight south. And then there was a band in Milwaukee called North Coast Orchestra that was looking for a singer. The band leader was like, "This is such great timing." Um, So I ended up telling the Chicago band no, because I just knew that that would eventually be super inconvenient. And I literally two weeks later was on a gig with this like management company 
um, North Coast Management or whatever in Milwaukee. And it was hilarious because they, the leader or whatever, the owner of the group was like, hey, do you have any video of yourself singing? Oh, gosh, I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'd like to, you know, know what you sound like. And I had two years with the waiters, but we didn't have like a super accessible well, video of us. Just think about like when we started singing with everyone, it was not, I mean, it was like over 10 years ago. So I mean, I don't know how great videos were back yeah, then. Expensive to do that for a band. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like to have professional video done of your band is not a small fee. They are also staged. It's really tough to watch. Right. So anyway, so I, I knew that our band had one, but it was like under a password under Vimeo or something back in the day. And so I had email texted, you know, Bernie being like, hey, can you can you give me that password? Can I have that video so that I can send it to this guy? And he either didn't get back to me um, really quickly or he got back too late. And this other band in Milwaukee was like, hello, we need your stuff. And I didn't want to lose out on the chance to have it. No way. So I sent him your video. Are they going to be listening to this? Do they know? <laughs> I mean, he know? I'm pretty sure he knows. I mean, at this point, it's been you know, know. five years. So. Right, but right. I sent him. I know. I'm pretty sure I told him it was you. That's. But I was like, this is my twin sister. We're pretty much identical. And if you want to know what I sound like, this is what I sound like, which is actually doing me such a favor. Because like, in my opinion, I think that you are so uh but regardless what did you, what did you send? I don't remember what I sent him but it was it was you singing like either mixology or to the point and it was your like promo video and I sent it to him as my audition to get this gig <laughs> and it was amazing and I like I just laughed like thinking about it because I'm just like I just don't know of any other like job opportunity that you can send a video of your twin I promise mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just as good yeah and then from there it's been it's been five years six years now so pretty pretty amazing you know and then of course I had to tell him I was pregnant three months later so yeah hi <laughs> that's for another time too but um yeah. oh you mean when you went into labor on stage that part that story Are, yeah I, I, that is for a different episode so that's like our origin stories of like you know getting started and and where we are at this point. And so from now on, uh, we've got weddings almost every weekend. The goal would be to bring episodes every week and be able to update you on <laughs> that current weekend's shenanigans, if there are any. That and current weekend and also definitely past ones as well. Because we, I mean, between the two of us, I don't know how many hundreds of weddings we've done. I mean, yeah. it's been 10 years of, of weddings and gigs and not, not only weddings, but also functions. And I mean, I was three times a week for 10 years, just those smaller gigs and symphony gigs and classic rock shows and just amazing, amazing, really cool things and plenty of stories to come back for and listen to if you want inside backstage with the band. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram. Mine is at Susie Pepper. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. Never mind. No, it's not. Mine is Susie Stobbs, S-T-A-U-B-S. Susie Stobbs on Instagram. Yeah, or you can follow her um, band page at mixologyband.com. Yeah, mixology yep, you can follow me at, at my band in Milwaukee at the North Coast Orchestra. Um, yeah, and next weekend, our band is going to be playing for a small little bit with Darlene Love. So you can look her up. She is a Grammy winner, and she played back in the day, and she's still still singing, which is awesome. So I'm really hoping there's going to be some fun stories of that for next weekend. So thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time. Bye. Bye.